there um, traveling. We don't welcome all those by way of television. Um, we may be small in numbers, but we're high in quality, and we appreciate all your thoughts and your prayers and your support. For many of you, this is the only worship service that you have in those by way of prison and those who are hospitalized and shut-ins. We just really appreciate your, your support, and, and we consider it a real honor coming into your, your homes. We um, want to um, emphasize this morning that this is our uh, Memorial Day service, and we want to acknowledge a number of people um, this morning. And we're going to be doing that um, during the service. And we want to emphasize, too, that um, there will be um, Joyce Peters' Celebration of Life service, and that will be held on next Saturday. It's June 4th, beginning at 10, and with visitation, followed by a service at 11 a.m. here at the Olivet Church. And they've chosen to really emphasize family involvement in some of the high-tech means of videotapes and that too. Um, it's um, kind of an interesting situation, so we do pray that you remember the Joyce Peck family in your thoughts and prayers. And then tomorrow, I'll be part of the service at Hillside Cemetery at 10 a.m. It's 10 a.m. And then also at 1 p.m. the service at Glenhaven Cemetery. This one of the higher attendance rates. I've also been asked to be at Fort Snelling a number of times. I choose these two cemeteries because they just have an outstanding, outstanding order of service in that. And, I, and they're a little less apolitical. So um, do support those Memorial Day services. Um, that's 10 a.m. service at Hillside Cemetery at 1 p.m at Glenhaven Cemetery. We begin our, our service. If there are those by way of television would like to have a number, we try to accommodate your, your comments and your, your support. So let us turn to our opening hymn, The Church's One Foundation, Red Hymnals, number 200, number 200, verses one, one through two, and four through five, verse three. So if you would stand with me as we turn the church's one foundation. This is one of um, Joyce Church too. And um, they're doing a lot of CD music during the worship service, during the visitation. And church's one foundation, red hymnals, page number 200, verses one through two and four through five, please.
Thank you. You may be seated. Let us turn now to our hymn of praise, All to Jesus I Surrender. Spoken to Nona on a number of occasions, and they wanted to be here. I'm taking a number of the items out of Joyce's apartment, and if you've ever experienced that, the death of a parent and the downsizing, the tremendous downsizing, and how it, when you have an apartment, you have to move those items quite rapidly. So all to Jesus I surrender. Red hymnals number 373, please.
Thank you. I do uh, appreciate the ministry of Curtis Joe as he distributed. Did you come up with a final, final tally on how many um, people you talked to? A thousand? That was over two days, right? Over dollars in contributions and praise the Lord. What would that post do without you? <laughs> Curtis Joe and Jeannie for your involvement. Thank you for your service to God and country. I'd like for us now to um, spend some time in prayer. Father God, we, we thank you for the opportunity and the refreshment of, of hymns that remind us of the importance and that we need to center our faith and our lives in Christ. Heavenly Father, Son, Holy Ghost, we thank you for the refreshing sleep of last night, uh, for sparing us to see another day, for our loved ones, our children and our grandchildren, and all those children, Father, of our neighborhoods, and for the, this family altar for this opportunity to worship. For the gift of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and for his love and self-sacrifice. And that is our emphasis this Sunday, self-sacrifice, sacrifice of those who provided our pursuit of happiness and our life and our liberty. Many thousands have been incapacitated, not only physically, but mentally. This Memorial Day weekend, we sincerely repent of all the wrongdoingness that have brought war upon this world. Pardon all our sins. Give to us a forgiving spirit. Help us to trust in thy word. and May we find in thy word medicine for the mind and heart and food for the soul. We pray for our beloved country. Pray for the many countries throughout this world, for the divisions and the chaos, and for all in authority in our own and in other nations. Bless the poor and the needy, the sick and the dying, the bereaved. We especially remember the Woods family, Mike and Nona Wood, and Peter's family as we look forward to celebration of Joyce's life, his coming Saturday, visitation at 10, and worship at 11. All the bereaved and all who are in distress, this Memorial Day weekend as we remember those who have died in service to our country, we plead with thee for any who are wrongfully treated, those MIAs missing in action, POWs, prisoners of war, that justice may roll on the water and righteousness as a perennial stream, abundantly reward the preaching of thy gospel everywhere and, and bless our church as we see in the closure of nearly a dozen churches in our, our state, our beloved state, Many churches just this last few 
weeks have decided to close their doors and their worship services ended. The first part of me, those churches and those members that grieve, bless our church and bless the ministry of Jay Hop, Twin Cities House of Prayer and Substance, who will be worshiping here in a couple weeks and will be worshiping regularly on a basis in July 1st. As we experience a little flexibility, we move our services a little earlier and to prevent our closure as we pay the bills of insurance and heat and light, as we share that among the Substance Church, which is a, basically Assemblies of God Church and J-Hop Church. With the outpouring of thy Holy Spirit, until one shall say, and ha not, not have to say to another that, Know the Lord, for all shall know the Lord from the least even unto the greatest. And in thee we give thy glory forever and ever. For we serve a loving Heavenly Father. As the psalmist reminds us in the 91st Psalm, the 15th verse, He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I, I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. Request as many a soldier. Loving Father, may we realize what a great nation and what a privilege it is for us to come directly into thy very presence in the name and by the close relationship of thy Son as our Savior and our Elder, and to really be thy children. Help us today to be able to call thee our Father as we prepare for Holy Communion, the Holy Eucharist, the Lord's Supper. Help us to realize that thy great loving heart turns towards us as the heart of a loving parent turns towards their children and grandchildren. Each day, each day, may this relationship mean more and more and become very precious to us. As we take up the duties of the day, may we take shelter under the wonderful promises of thy 91st Psalm and may they be fulfilled in us and our loved ones. May we in some way be, be a help and a blessing to someone who may need us this day and this week. Help us to be careful about our example before others. May we walk, stand, and sit in such a place as they may be pleasing in thy sight and be safe for others to follow us. May we, by our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, as our personal Savior, be clothed with his righteousness and have a part of his resurrection. Guide us and help us in the days past, in the days present, in the days to come. We pray in the name of the Christ, who has taught us to pray, saying together, Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. If you're joining us by television or radio or YouTube, our scripture lesson today is John 17, chapter, verses 17 through 26. If I were to do a little survey of our congregation, there are some theological basis is that deal in John the 17th chapter the doctrine of justification the doctrine of sanctification and justification is basically our salvation and sanctification is are we going on as John Wesley would say to perfection are, are we kind of eliminating those areas in our life that are not holy because sanctification is, is holiness Reading now from John, the 17th chapter, verses 17 through 26. I'd like to say it's so Chris Larson with us. I know it was very difficult for him not to be with us last week with all the bikers. And bikers said that that was one of the best meals that they had. And, you know, when, it, when you can build your own sub and have all the ingredients that all of it had and honor our bikers and our American Legion, so this is kind of a two-part series as we serve God in country. Reading now from John, the 17th chapter, with verse 17. Sanctify them. We could probably put the word holy, make them holy. Sanctify them, make them holy in the truth, for your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have I sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified, be made holy and true. Ask, I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word that they may all be one, a prayer for unity that God has as you, Father, are in me and I in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. In the glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one, in them and in you, in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, Jesus says, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am, to see my glory, which you have given me because you love me before the foundation of the world. 
Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you. And these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. May God bless the reading and hearing of his word. At this time, we call, I believe, on Robin. Robin has some words that she'd like to share. And as Robin is coming and preparing, a couple volunteers. Joe, would you volunteer? And Jeannie, because the two of you will be getting one of these. And we always kind of like to honor our, our veterans and our personnel. And there should be like nine, nine enclosed in these pack, packages, kind of military, military. And we're honoring Joe and Jeannie because they're faithfulness to God and country. And as they hand out and dispense those, Janet Peterson is, I believe, one of our oldest, you know, members here. And we're going to have Mike. He was one of our youngest members. Joe and Jeannie. We want to honor Clarice because she's so faithful in playing our organist. And Marie, we're going to honor Tina too. But then, so we want to make sure that Janet Peterson gets one, Joe and Jeannie, Clarice, Marie, and Chris Larson. Chris Larson is kind of a and also the, the Smith family because their faithfulness. And I know I've mentioned it a lot in the past that Jay Samuel was ambassador from Liberia to Egypt and he believed in kneeling at the cross and standing for the flag. We talked about, you know, his tremendous service to not only Liberia and Egypt, but to the um, United States. So proud of his wife and his children. I believe um, we're ready, um, if you're ready, Robin. Yes. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Good morning. Um, today, the latest sanity is going to be on John chapter 17, verses 17 through 26. We have on 17, sanctify me, even as I'm not of the world. What is going on there is Christ Yeshua is saying he is not of this world, let naturally supernatural. And we know this because the, the words in scripture are true and throughout history, historians and archeologists have proven scripture time and time again that it is true. And in verse 18, we have, as thou send me into this world, I have sent them into the world. He, when he's talking about them, he's talking about his disciples. And as for their sake, I concentrate myself that they may also be concentrated in truth. He is speaking that he wants, he's telling them, stay firm and don't compromise and don't waver. And verse 20, I do not pray for these only, but I pray for those who believe in me, their world, that they may all be one. Right here, he's talking about the full body of Christ. 
He's not talking about the Methodist Christ or the Baptist Christ. He's talking about all of us as one. Not the one world government coming up, but all as one as Christians. And then, and then in verse 21, he says that after they're all one and the Father in me, I in thee, they also may be with us so that the world may believe that thou hast sent me which he's talking about how the Father sent, out of nine, sent Yeshua, Jesus. And then in 22, he talks about the glory. The glory which thou hast given me, I have given them, that may be one even as we were one. And he's talking about all Christians coming together as one, not their denominations. He's talking about as a whole, as the whole church. And, he's, and in that scripture, he's speaking that he has come for us. He, hasn't, he, he came once, now he's coming back again very, very soon. Also, I'd like to wrap up too is, in the United States, we have what's called Memorial Day. Memorial Day is where we honor our people that have fought in wars. And in the words of Benjamin Franklin, those who want safety over security, deserve neither. And just pray for this country because we are losing our rights every which way and our rights and freedoms that our brothers and sisters fought for in the Civil War, World War I, World War II, Vietnam. All, they are always one generation away from losing our freedom. And I'm going to say this, are we going to choose our freedoms and trust in the Lord and be free with him? Or are we going to bow down to slavery and bow down to what is being spoon-fed to us via the media? That choice is all yours. Sermon title is, Thy Word, Thy Word is Truth. Kind of preparing us for communion. The beginning of our verse is literally some very high probability of, of discussion enter into this portion of scripture. This is the scripture, lectionary scripture, which is being dealt with in, in probably 75% of the congregations throughout our, our land today. And that, that scripture is dealing with openness as we talk about the area of peace. And before we turn to our scripture, I want us all to stand, if we could stand, because I think this would be appropriate time for us to say this Memorial Day prayer, which is insert in your bulletins. Would you stand with me and turn to that insert, please? This is Memorial Day. Let us unite in this prayer. This is Memorial Day. In our land of the free, it's because those who sacrificed, who gave it here to see, they fought on foreign lands and across the open sea and paid the ultimate price to keep you and I free. So put all things aside and honor this important day which we have dedicated as our Memorial Day. Thank you. You may be seated. And in your bulletins, you, you'll find a, 
locations of Memorial Day services that I'll be a part of at Hillside Monday at 10 a.m. and Glen Haven over here in Crystal Robbinsdale at 1 p.m. They always have such an outstanding music and, and, and sharing. The verses we have now read contain things that at times are very hard to understand. Like all the events which follows our Lord's resurrection, we find in these verses some tremendous challenges here. There is much in the facts before us which is, which is mysterious and requires our reverent, reverent handling. Our Lord's actions in suddenly appearing among the disciples, you know, after his post-resurrection appearance, lets us reveal some tremendous facts of his appearance. Let us spend a few moments in silence now as God penetrates that scripture in our hearts and our lives. Father, we ask your blessings of instruction and introduction of thy word. Thy word is truth. We ask, O oh Lord, that the light of your scripture would, would speak to us now as we prepare for Holy Communion. We ask, O oh Lord, that your precious spirit would speak to us as you prayed for your disciples, that you prayed that we would not belong to the world just as you did not belong to that you required a sense of sanctification in our hearts and lives, a sense of holiness. At many times, we oftentimes put the cart before the horse and we feel that we are saved by our good works in the prospect of, of justification reminds us that we are saved by grace through, through faith in Christ, not of works, least any should boast. That it always, in salvation that grace, God's riches at Christ's expense, precedes sanctification, the holiness that we are called into. John Wesley was oftentimes criticized for his position on perfection. And he never intended to be a perpetual state of perfection. But he reminds us that there are those moments of sanctification that we feel the ultimate presence of God and we feel the ultimate presence of peace. And that's, that's the most moments of true holiness. That God is in touch with us and we are in touch with God. Where thy word is truth. Oftentimes when John Wesley was backed into the corner, he would refer to his trilateral triangle, which was scripture, tradition, reason, and experience. That, that above all, we should analyze our decisions, our walk, and our talk with scripture. And then in the ultimate move of justification that we are saved by faith in Christ 
that grace, for by grace we are saved through faith in Christ, not of works, least any should boast. And then Jesus' brother in the book of James reminds us that, that faith without works is dead. That Satan and his demons believe in Christ, but they do not have a saving faith. That intellectual belief without practice, and as we observe Holy Communion today, as we prayerfully move through this selection, we need to analyze our own lives and faith and practice. We need to analyze our own lives and service to God and country. We need to remember the many that have gone on before us. We need to remind ourselves that of those Flanders fields, crosses, and the overwhelmingness that we experience when we go to cemeteries, Fort Snelling, the, the rows and rows of crosses that mark the places of those who serve God and country, the echoes of those who remind us that they are the dead, that they loved once, they felt the dawn and the dust, they loved and they were loved, and now they lie in the many cemeteries throughout the world. Normandy and many of those who brought back scars from the various wars. As I've participated in the funeral service for World War I veterans through present day Desert Storm, Desert Shield, death seems to have no respect upon the ages of those who have served God and country. And if we break that faith with those who, who die, if we surrender our sense of allegiance and our support of God and country, that torch, that light that they carried, the fears that entered their souls and their spirits when they went into battle, the great agony of parents that had children that served on various sides of the Civil War and various wars, the divisions that have occurred throughout the years of, of time have tested the Constitution and tested all these bills of rights that we take so for granted in that ultimate bill of right and that ultimate constitution was built and framed upon that holy body that was broken, that holy blood that was shed on Calvary. And as we prayerfully enter into this time of holiness and solitude and respect to God and country and those who have died for the fact of the freedoms of our long weekend and those who may never go to the services of Memorial Day services. 
they died for our freedoms. And we thank you for the faithfulness of, of the Curtis Joes and Jeannie Winterodes and Darwin Bordens and many that come to our minds and over the last nearly 25 years when our altar was, was full of those comrades, male and female, that spent their time in their labors and their years apart from loved ones as others were celebrating the liberties and the freedoms that the world takes soul for granted. Give us a historical understanding and biblical understanding of the tremendous sacrifices of bodies and blood. Bring us into that ultimate corridor of faith that thy word, thy word is truth. That Jesus said he was the truth and the life and the way that no one cometh unto the Father except through the Son. May our communion service be a tribute to those who have gone on before us, those who have served so valiantly for the cause of Christ and the cause of this nation and the freedoms that we experience unless we never forget the many damaged psychological and bodily damage, traumatic brain injuries of our current troops, returnees, the things that they've seen and the, the things that they've heard, how many of the teenagers have so quickly have had to develop and to learn and to grow up in the stresses and the anxieties, the worries, the problems. May you speak to our hearts. May we soothe those as we enter into the conversations with others. May we thank them for their service to God and country. The many stories prepare those who are joining us by way of television, radio, and all means of communication to get out the word. And the word became flesh, and the word dwelt among us. The Emmanuel, God, became flesh. And it was Jesus, the liberator. He liberated us from the captivity of sin and the principalities and forces that are at work in this world, this fallen system. Grant us your grace. Grant us the privilege as we move into this holy time of communion, we not only celebrate that body that was broken, that blood that was shed, but we celebrate the fact that we are called into a, an adopted relationship to initiate those claims of sanctification in our own lives, that the truth may become relevant in our lives, that oftentimes people, as they view us, they the impact that we make is not so much because of what we said, but it's how we act. That when our words have become incarnated in our bodily actions, in our attitudes, that thy word becomes truth. With every head bowed and every eye closed, those by other means of communication, 
May they prepare their hearts and their minds for Holy Communion because of the dedication and devotedness of those who have gone before us. Those martyrs of the faith, those martyrs of freedom, would you pray with me today? Dear Jesus, I thank you for your sacrifice, your body that was broken, your blood that was shed. Help us to stand up, O oh Lord, for the flag, for the courage to kneel for the cross. Forgive our sins, Lord, the sins of our nation. Come into our hearts and minds. Help us to be faithful to God and country. In Jesus' name, as we prepare for Holy Communion, if you would turn in your Methodist hymnals to page 9 through 11, please. You'll find that in the beginning of your purple hymnals. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you. Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, you formed us in your image. You breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity. You made covenant to be our sovereign God. And you spoke to us through your prophets and so with your people on earth and all the company of believers of heaven, we praise your name and rejoin their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son Jesus Christ. Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. Jesus, Jesus healed the sick, he fed the hungry, he ate with sinners, and by the baptism of his suffering, in his death and his resurrection, you, you gave birth to your church. You delivered us from slavery to sin and death. And you made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. And when the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always in the power of your word and Holy Spirit. And on the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, he gave thanks to you, he broke the bread, he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, Jesus took the cup, 
and he gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and he said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice. Say it with me, sacrifice. In union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine and on men and great juice, the unspoiled. Make them be for us the, the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. And by your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in that, that final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory, is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one loaf. The body which we break is a sharing in the body of Christ, and the cup which we give thanks is a sharing in the blood of Christ. The body of Christ which is given to you and the blood of Christ given to you. Amen. You may come, come at the altar, and, and if you would put your offering in the offering plate and spend as much time at the altar as you'd like, being careful that you, the first is a self-covering of the bread, and as you remove that first lip and partake of the bread, you can partake of the grape juice by taking a second lip and if there if you have some difficulties you know there will be helping you assisting you so at this time please come please come the body and blood of Christ his body is broken for you his blood which is shed for the forgiveness of your sins and Chris would you assist me in making sure that the labels you can pull any and all, please come. You may want to kneel. at any time, if there are those by way of television that would like to be served communion, do, do let us know. The bread represents the body of Christ, which is broken for you. The grape juice represents the blood of Christ, which is shed for the forgiveness of your sins. 
his body and his blood. After discerning the body and blood of Christ, partake and spend as much time at the altar as you so choose. The old hymn reminds us to take time to be holy. Speak off with the Lord. Abide in the Lord always and, and feed on his word. Make friends of God's children. Help those who are weak, forgetting in nothing his blessing to seek. Take time to be holy, the world rushes on. Spend much time in secret with Jesus alone. By looking to Jesus, like Jesus thou shalt be, thy friends in thy conduct his likeness shall see. Take time to be holy, let Jesus be thy guide, and run not before him whatever may be tied, but in joy or in sorrow still follow the Lord, and looking to Jesus still trust in his word. Take time to be holy, be calm in thy soul, each thought and each motive beneath his control. Thus led by his spirit into fountains of love and joy and peace, thou soon shalt be fitted for service above. Now arise and go in the power of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. As you return to Pews, if we return to page 11, and let us close in this prayer together, if you'd be so kind, on page number 11, please, page number 11, let us unite in this prayer. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Then if you turn to the offertory prayer in your bulletins and let us unite in this offertory prayer before we turn to our offertory hymn, Be Thou My Vision, read hymnals number 344. O God, in the sacrament of Holy Communion, you have given us a memorial of the passion of your Son. Help to receive this Holy Communion of his body and blood in such a way that we may see in our lives the fruits of your redemption as we give our lives and our gifts to Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. May God be your vision as you turn to hymn number 344. Be thou my vision. Read hymnals number 344, please.
Would you stand for the doxology, please? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God of the mountains and the valleys, of the dry places and the oceans, your voice speaks to us across creation. The flowers and the trees sing of your majesty, and the stars of the night speak of how much we still don't know. And as we offer our gifts to you and speak our words of gratitude, help us to hear your voice anew. Give us ears to hear. Give us faith to believe and, and a determination to truly listen to you and how you would send us into a hurting world. In Christ we pray. Amen. I think, you know, we're just devastated, you know. We're just all traumatized. Anybody else have any word? Okay. Anyone outside of Robin, any closing remarks? There's one thing I would like to say. People say we have a gun problem. No, we don't have a gun problem, but we have three big problems in this country. Our first problem is a God problem. Our second problem is a heart problem. Our third problem is a sin problem. If we fix one of those three big problems, the other two fix themselves. Amen. The congregation said amen. Any other announcements? Hope to see you all back next Saturday. Hope to see you tomorrow at one of the Memorial Day services. And then next Saturday for Joyce's celebration of life.